0: To the table, baby. Bring it to the table. We just bring it to the table, baby. Bring it to the table. We just bring it to the table, baby. Bring it to the table. We just bring it to the table, baby. Bring it to the table. We just bring it to the table, baby let bring it to the table, baby. What's up, family? What's up, family? What's poppin'? It's bring it to the table. That's bring it to the table. On Instagram at us, you feel me? Comment, go on Spotify, and go listen to all the content that we got. You understand? You can follow me at will underscore capo six three. What's up, hatch?
1: You can uh, follow me at mhatch58, and that's Instagram with Marcus Hatch on Facebook. I am uh, currently defensive line coach, defensive coordinator at Hipsalina Community High School.
0: Money making Mitch, what it do?
2: Yeah, what it is. You can follow me on the ground, money underscore Mitch 31. Uh, Currently, I'm the head coach for the JV and the freshman as well. Run game coordinator, varsity, JV, freshman, all levels
0: up there at Plymouth. Up there at We got Broderick Smith. What's going on, Brock?
3: Oh man, everything good. Um follow me at Coach Smith27 at the Twitter. Uh currently coaching at uh Skyline High School here in Ann Arbor. Uh going into my third season, quarterback coach. Um, assist with the past game.
2: Make sure that sound
0: yeah, yeah. To stop. So we got Division One football tomorrow. You know what I'm saying, Davidson versus West Bloomfield. Who mm-hmm. y'all taking? And why?
1: I'm going to go Davidson, because I think Davidson is more complete. davidson got a solid run game, yeah. and defense is legit. Yeah. The running back from West Bloomfield is a, a bad motherfucker. He's a monster. Yeah, he's he's no bad he a he's no bad man. He's a bad man. But I watch like when I watch both teams, I think Davidson is more complete than West Bloomfield. I, I don't think West Bloomfield can throw the ball. Predict the scout. What's what you got? 28-14. Side bets right now. Money making <laughs> minutes, what you what's up? Who you who you think?
2: Uh I think I'm gonna roll with Davidson. Same way, but like I said, that running back man, just being able to just See that young man and going against him, uh, like I said, coach at Plymouth, um, literally just running sideline to sideline and getting up out of there. And I mean, this is in the cold, the blistering cold. And like, I guarantee you could still clock him at a 4 4, 4 mm. 3. So, I mean, they shut him down just like with Belleville, you know, previous years, they shut him down and everything. And you know, we, we we'll see, let's see, man. We'll see. So, I'm gonna roll scum. with Davidson because they seem more.
0: Complete. you know what I mean, what's the scout? What's what's the scout? What's the scout?
2: I don't know. I'm at the pass on that Jay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what you thinking? What you got for tomorrow, tomorrow?
3: It's uh, I see a lot of consistency here tonight. Um, I agree with the uh, other two coaches. Um, after Watson Davidson, man, that defense is lethal. Um, uh, those linebackers can they can flow sideline to sideline. They can cause problems. Um, they had a freshman linebacker playing against CC. And
1: uh, he looked like a man child. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I just like I was I was flipping back and forth. I didn't know he was a freshman. Yeah, that one of them is a freshman. And those and those defensive ends,
3: they are. I mean, they're legit. Uh, they're fast. They're gonna get after that running back. Um, it should be a good game. I don't think it's gonna be a high-scoring game. Um, obviously, uh, you know, when it, when it's the last two teams, and both of them are pretty balanced as far as uh, depth and. Uh, Offense, both of them have good offenses and good defenses. I just think Davidson's defense is a little bit more stout. And then, and again, Davis is playing with a, with a backup quarterback. Uh, he came, you know, He's playing receiver.
1: Yeah, yeah wow. He switched from yeah.
3: receiver.
1: Yeah. It was
3: his first game against CC, and he looked like he had been a starter yeah. all year. And mm-hmm. so his confidence is going to be high. Wow. Um, the team's going to be playing hard behind him, and I just think Davidson is, is set to take this. Yeah, they while. go. You What's
1: the skull, you think?
3: It's going to be low, coach. I, I I don't I don't think it's going to be a high scoring game. I see something uh, combined score no more than 24 25.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I watched Davis earlier in the year and they had one quarterback in there. Right. And so when I watched him in CC, I'm like, wait a minute, that's a different dude. Yeah. yeah. But he ain't missed a beat. No, nah, no, nah, he looked legit, man. I mean, that's you got some of them kids that got it. Yeah. But that's, sure. I mean, that's pretty good coaching, too. I mean, are, you know, we are, Coach Smith, I'll start with you. How do you feel about, you know, how important is it to coach that number two?
3: It's, it's probably, at the quarterback. It, 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 it's quarterback position, it's, it's imperative. Um, you know, obviously, we, we were in a very similar situation um, going into our playoff game. Um, and, um, you know, we had a kid there, senior, you know, and, and uh, our number two senior who played wide receiver. And um, he was really good at on defense as well. And so having a quarterback that was your number one, but then we're going through some struggles, you know. We're seeing the, the greatness, and but then we start struggling. Uh, and it was just the little things, you know. And uh, we made that switch, and went with our number two, and he played really well. Um, unfortunately, we had, you know, some rough, rough ending to that game. But uh, the number two quarterback is 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 so vital to have that guy ready to go at any moment. Um, it, it's probably the most important piece to the offense outside having a solid running game and, and, and you know, a good offensive line, things like that. That's, yeah. that's, that's, you know, a staple, of, you know, having an offense, but you need that second guy ready to go, whether he's a, a receiver or a, a backup running back, whatever, you got to have him prepared and ready to go. I think that's, um, that's imperative at all levels.
2: Yeah. I think the crazy thing is though, for real though, is like you can have that person prepared with their heart into it. Cause they can show you everything in practice but when it come game time is able to still perform at the same level
3: well that's a good point mitch and and, and the thing about the quarterback is he's a different dude anyway um, i look at you know there's three three positions that i look at on uh, in football and, and you just have to be a different guy quarterback linebacker running back uh-huh. um, you you have to be a different guy um simply because the ball is in your hand a lot uh, whether you on the offensive side and you know, on the defensive side a linebacker you know you're you're filling you're sideline to sideline you're a run stopper um, you're calling the shots on defense you're a leader um, so so those three positions for me are vital and I just have to say that the quarterback number two guy you know he's um he has to be prepared mentally as a you know and well I have, have have the uh, offensive skills uh ball skills as well be able to run the ball throw the ball you know be a leader uh, I think the leadership part is, is paramount because if you lose your number one, the number two has to go in there to team and his teammates have to have some confidence in him mm-hmm. and his abilities as well. That's facts. That's facts. Well, I think
2: the more, uh, like I said, what the more crazy part is about it because just speaking from a personal <clears throat> personal experience is like when you sit there and you're a person, like just say offense is like you, uh, your linebacker goes down, you know, but you have this nose guard whatever but now it's to the point he got to bump up to the backer and like this is this is your second resort so now you got a person that's like hey go forward push forward see ball get ball now to the point where they at linebacker right now where it's like hey you got to read your steps you got to do this you need to know the job drop back in the coverage so how is it where you can sit there and just combine that all to
1: teach that athlete that you know you got to know what you got you know what i'm saying Personally. like you don't you don't put that kid at linebacker just because you just need the body there, okay. He can do this. He can do that. Well, I want him to get back and you know my coverage. Uh, no, he's not going to be good at that. We got to adjust that part of it. But can he run to the ball sideline to sideline? Yeah, he can. He can do that. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to put him in a bad situation, which yeah. I think I did as a young coach. Yeah. Where I just put yeah. kids, and I, I, I plug. Look, I
0: think
1: we we plug kids yeah. in situations because they tough thinking and then they, then they know gotta, yeah. and they really don't know right
2: and, but they, it, and then now you look at them like well they, they were soft, no, they wasn't soft. you they weren't soft but this what player. if that person that is tough though that wound up you know being successful in that position you know because like i said from a personal experience um you know you sit there like with me like nose guard was my primary position like my, you know smaller guy you know I, i'm getting off and everything now to the point where it's like hey Let's back him up to linebacker and everything. Where it's like with me, I still got that same mindset and technique. Like, yo, I'm I'm biting on everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's it's linebacker is a very hard position. Mm-hmm. You know, you really got to be there at a mental state in order to be able to play that position. Gotta want to hit people. Um, you know
3: that 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 guy has to want hit, hit people, people and read your
2: keys right and well, be able to flow.
3: Well, that's 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 a part of your coaching. You know, that's, you know, kids are just going to go out there and want to make tackles. Um, their thing is, nice. a linebacker, they're just trying to make plays. And you have to get them to understand, well, while you're trying to make plays, that same offense is trying to block you. Yep. And so you you have to understand and, and know how to read your keys and understand, you know, what that defensive uh, coach and, and the staff were trying to prepare you uh, that week leading up to that opponent. Um, and so it's vital to not only know what you're what you're doing and all your responsibilities and and have the talent, but but yeah, you're right. You know, you guys, linebackers has to be a he has to be a different guy. He has to be an animal. Um, and all just,
2: coaches got to be on one accord.
3: No doubt, uh, no yeah. doubt. I mean, especially with the defensive coordinator. I mean, it's like the defensive coordinator and the Mike linebacker are like the quarterback. You know, coach and the head coach and the you know, mm-hmm. offensive coordinator, whoever's calling the offensive plays. You know, they're they're two of the same. Uh, I think that their their approach is the same their 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 mentality on the field and in, in practice has to be similar um, because again, we're talking about as I mentioned earlier, three of the top positions I think in football again quarterback running back, linebacker. so um, linebacker has to be mentally strong just as just as much as the quarterback.
2: So, as, like, put yourself in, uh, let's just say, for instance, like, we just had an incident that happened with uh with Belleville. So Belleville got clipped, you know. We always preach to the kids, hey, you know what I'm saying? You you, you play all the way to the whistleblow, you know what I'm saying? You never know. You always can get clipped. So as a coach, if you put yourself in that shoes like where it's like you got the number one team in the state, you know, and then, like, you get clipped, but it's, prior before the four field incident. So as a coach, how do you feel and everything? When you're gonna put yourself out there to go above them, Deion, and beyond and get the kids, you, you do what you gotta do for the kids and you just continue to get clipped. Absolutely.
3: Um, I understand that, you know, um, but I think why we coach um, is bigger than football at the end of the day, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think a lot of coaches get it, get it twisted. You know they're all you know rah rah let's win and yada yada but you know football is is a short span for most athletes um, not everyone's going to go play college football let alone Division One right um, and so you want to try to prepare them for obstacles in life um, football you know can take you through a lot of adversities uh, when when the winning is not there and you you thought you did everything right and you prepared the team. And the team feels confident in the ability and then you go out there and then nothing's going well for you and you get those losses or you lose that championship game when you were a number one team for me it's just the kids obviously they got to keep their heads up mm. um and, and you know as a coach as a leader you want to try to get them to understand adversity is going to come it's how you bounce back um and and, and there's going to be a tomorrow you know you take all the good that, that came from that and you build on it and then you look at the negative out of that and you realize, okay, I can't make those mistakes or I can't, you know, um, make those choices or decisions in those situations. I got to be prepared or make sure that I follow the plan to the letter. Um, and even if you did all that, you followed the plan, you did all the right things and it didn't come in your way. Maybe so it's you're just one of the three three three
2: Three, three years? Three farm? years in a
3: row for Belleville. Um, I think they're a number one team and, you know, ready <clears> to. <throat>
1: To win the state title and then not come away for him. For him. but um. I think you know, one of the one of the I ain't of No, you good. I think one of the tough things to look at it is when when you lose. Like, how did I lose? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's tough every year.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, right. cause cause
2: if you lose like that, it's like I mean I don't know I don't know how it was like uh, as far as with the staff or whatever like, but do we get to the point where like like, damn, like I got the number one? Do I look at my staff or do I look at the kids? Or do I look how, which, which position was being caused? Like, what, what was the weak point? Number one, you can't look at the kids. Yeah. Okay. Given, given,
1: given a high caliber team that Belleville has, right. If you're looking at the kids and what they did wrong, you got to hit you. Then that mirror fucked up. Okay. As a coach. Yep. Okay. You know, year in, year out, I got the best talent on the field year in, year out. Period. What are my coaches doing? Um. You know, week one preparing us. We know where we're going to be at week nine, 10, 11. Let's not, let's not, you know, fool ourselves and to say, well, you know, we might make the playoffs. We might do it. No, 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 no. We know where we're going to be at. Right. Mm-hmm. So how are we planning for that? Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Me, me personally, like coaching the MC, I know, okay, maybe we make the playoffs, maybe not. Right. You know what I'm saying? I got to, I got to plan. I'm one week at a time, but when I'm able to plan ahead and I know like I'm going to beat this team, I'm going to beat that team. Now it's about how do I play, you know, the semifinals now in high school football. How do I get out of this week? Or if I get in this situation, now it's all about if you're a head coach, now I'm playing every scenario that's gonna happen in the game of football. Especially if I got good coordinators, because I know they're gonna play and practice out and everything. All right, so yeah. now I'm playing ahead. Like, okay, let's let's say for example, we get into a situation where we gotta be in overtime. What are my overtime plays? I got time for that. Being in some situations, me as a coach, I don't have time for that because I'm going week to week. Right. When I know I got the best out there, what am I doing to prepare us for
2: that next level? So dealing with this situation when you got the number one and everything and, like, dealing with, uh, you know, with this year, like, with COVID or whatever, would you make it, like, I guess not necessarily – I don't want to say, like, an excuse, but, like, a bus. You know what I'm saying? Be like, well, you know, we was at this point – and then, shoot, we had to take off like three, four weeks. So we had to take this amount of time off for y'all to let us come back. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, do I'm, you think that'll play some type of effect as far as, for you know, just both question for y'all, for y'all to answer? You
3: know, I, I'm going to touch on that real quick. Um, obviously, COVID, you know, affected a lot of people right. Right? in many, many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I have to agree with Coach Hatch. When you have... High-caliber team, um, obviously, probably the team with most talent in the state, athletic-wise. Um, there's your job is different. Um, you, you don't have to worry about you know number one, number two player at at any, at any position. <laughs> you, you're that you're that deep. Um, you have to be prepared for situations, and I think that's where um, I would you know point all my uh, energy if I was in that same situation is. Be prepared for anything Um, because you can never doubt the opponent. Because what people have to realize is the kids on the other side and the coaches on the other side, they want to beat you. Mm -hmm. You know, if I had an opportunity to play Belleville, I want to beat them. I play in the SEC. One of my number one goals is to beat Selene. I mean, -hmm. you have to try Mm -hmm. to uh, get that, get your kids to believe in that, get your kids to buy into that, get your Mm -hmm. coaching staff to buy into that. And that's a mentality that, you know, once that's fed into the system, and you got everybody buying in. They're not worried about Belleville being number one. Those kids want to beat them, and and that's what's what I've seen. You know, again, I played, you know, Chelsea for many many years. You know, Brad Bush done a great job, and you know, handed handed the program down, and, and they're doing great things. Um, so I know what they're going to bring to the table. You know, we played them in the SEC for many many years, and so uh, and and again, you know, as a coach, you want to be able to. Prepare your team to beat them. But when you have the talent to beat those type of teams, the next component of that is you and your staff being prepared for any situation that you run into if things are not going your way.
1: I because mean, you know, at some point, like, you don't have excuses. I know I'm going to play West Bloomfield in the semifinal. Right. I know. I, I'm getting I'm doing. West, Bloom, West Bloomfield film early. But I haven't seen them last year, so I know what they're going to do. I know but they're going to run the ball. you all. lost to Brighton, though so it's like right but I, like, even like playing Brighton, yeah. i know what brighton gonna do Hold i know what's bloomfield gonna do right yeah I, I i gotta be ready for that right week three into the season because i know i'm gonna whoop on mm-hmm. my schedule right. i know what my athletes can do against that mm-hmm. now as a head coach what can my athletes do in these situations that's gonna come about and, right. and those are the mind games you gotta play me personally i've never been in that maybe once or twice maybe been in a situation where I'm like, okay, I can do this, I can do that. But when you have a whole season to plan for, and you know you're gonna win X amount of games, and you're gonna be in this situation, there's no excuse. You know what I'm saying? If if a state championship, you'll go. You got to outthink and outplay every coach right. you're gonna play and know them. Right. Every year, I want to know who I'm gonna play. Right. Know your opponent. Next year, MC Community gonna play. Pick me, they're gonna play Jackson. You best believe I'm gonna know what they want to do to me now. Whether I stop it or I don't, at least I know and I game plan on it right now. If I go 0 and 9 next year, there's something I did wrong as a coach to put my players in the right situation. Did you really do wrong though? Yeah, teaching them life and everything. I mean, that's a game, right? Right. It's a game, but I gotta teach them football too, true. And and you got to figure out a way to to intertwine both of them, right? You know what I'm saying. Absolutely, And I think as a younger coach, I used to do that a lot. Like, what's about life? It's about teaching them lessons. Well, I we got to teach them how to win, too, because I can teach them how to lose. You want to teach right? that hunger. Yeah, I, I can teach them, you know, the struggle of coming up and how to lose. But now it's all about, okay, what, what's the light at the end of the tunnel now? What's, what's our rewards now? Right. right. You so know what I'm
2: saying? So it's obvious to see, like, you know, uh, all of us here at the table, we here. we all coaches, but we all coaches in different areas yep. or whatnot. So, I mean, like, it's obviously, like, my question is, why is it that we can't go to our home areas to be able to coach? Like, is it more political or, like, yeah. what what is it that comes behind the
3: question? Bitch, I
0: have to go there. Can we pause it for a minute or do we got to go right to it?
1: pause it for a
2: minute. Pause it. Yo, so... Like I said, um, you know, it's obviously we all coaches. We come from different areas and everything, but hometowns a little bit different. So, how is it, or like as far as like coaching, what you wanting to come back home and do certain things? Like, is it politics and like the hiring process,
1: or what? Like, I mean, definitely politics because sometimes when these you know these school districts they make decisions. I don't think they're making decisions based on the community who's in the community. They right. ma- they're making it based on you know maybe the academic aspect or what they need to do to, you know, fatten their pockets or whatever because I felt like even like looking at Ipsy when they combined school districts, Mm -hmm. they had some great football coaches going for their head coaching job. Okay. Did they make the right decision? I don't think so. Yeah. I I, I don't think, I don't think, you know. Why not? Doing the right thing was a decision, man. I think doing the right thing to fit whoever was in charge was the decision that, that they wanted to make without throwing anybody under the bus or doing all that. Right. Because I feel like the guys look who interviewed, at them. look at them. the guys who interviewed <laughs> for the job, I felt like no matter who would have got it, they would have put their all into that job. And and we would and trust me when we talking like, about when we talking about Belleville now, if one of I'm not saying no names, I'm not throwing you already the did. Order, bucket. But, it, bucket. it is. No. But well, you know, if one of those guys would have got the job, me and Coach Smith was in the finals for that job there we go it would have been <laughs> how we cooking there we go it would have oh been Jones. we would have been talking about us versus talking about bills right Coach you think, Coach yeah
3: i think um one of the most in, uh, things memorable things about that whole process going through that process um what stood out to me the most was having the conversation with one of the players uh, after the process had, had had you know taken its ran its course, uh, and they were in the decision making stage. And um, one of the players that I'm referring to was on the committee. Uh, he oh, sat right. in the hiring process. He sat in all right. the interviews. Uh, he did all the negotiations. They went over everything, and you know he spent the weekend you know uh, of his time you know going through that process and uh evaluating all the coaches and the candidates and everything and um you know for him to find out that the top candidates that went through the process was not going to be retained in any facet uh at FC, uh his look and the expression on his face Mm. was priceless um he he said what? And then when we repeated that we weren't gonna be returning in any capacity, he kid just walked away.
2: It, it could definitely take he, a he effect just, on the kid.
3: He, he just walked away. And and so I I you know, I'll always remember that situation. Um you know, it's it's, it's funny that, that you brought this up because just the other day, yesterday, I think in fact, I was looking at some old photos, you know, of my son Walter, you know, we were in April two thousand thirteen. You know, Coach Hasen and I were down there running that weight room. You know, mm-hmm. after the weight room, we had the kids outside. You know, mm-hmm. I had implemented the whole offensive scheme. You know, we had the defense. The kids were competing. Uh, they were competing hard, and we saw the talent level. and We saw the capability uh, of that potential team. If it was ours, what they could have done. And um, you know, for that to not come to fruition was was you know was painful. But obviously, you know, we have to move on, right? Adversity, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about mm-hmm. that earlier. So from a coach, you know, we have to move on. And then the kids, you know, they, they were gonna have an opportunity, right? Cause they, they wanted to play and they were, they were able to go out and do some things on the football field, but you saw that they were just missing that little extra push. Right. And I think going through that coaching transformation uh, affected them because again, they had to learn a whole new staff, learn a whole new system, readjust themselves to all those changes Mm -hmm. and uh, as a young man you know it's already fast paced right you got a lot going on as a teenager 14 15 16 17 you know and then you start changing leadership and you start changing you know directions of you know philosophies on offense and defense and special teams that's a lot for a young man to take you know and then they're trying to you know hold their education and and deal with you know whatever family issues they have and uh and other obligations that young men take on and so um you try not to put a lot on teenagers Um, and I think that's the one thing that a lot of administrators, you know, I feel that they're in the education for a reason, right. They want to, they want to help kids and, you know, and and, and that's a great thing, Uh but I believe when, when it comes to athletics and and coaches and leadership, you know, who's the right guy and who's the right fit, you know, I think politics does get involved and, um, and sometimes it can, you know, spin their direction on making the right decisions you know what's best for the
2: kids. So and, uh, so like obviously as a coach, you know what I'm saying, going through that and with the politics and everything, is obviously you can't come home. So obviously just, you know, it's like why why stop? You know, so you move on. So what do you mean by why stop? Because obviously it's like, you know, you wanted to come home. It didn't work out, but you you don't stop coaching. No, you don't right. stop coaching. So you move on and you be like, you know what? If I got to go here and it's the opportunity is here, but obviously it's like, are you in that place? Like, obviously the energy, the same and everything that you give if you was at home and everything.
1: Yes. But I I think the energy becomes more now. It's like motivation now. Right. Because now you miss something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you should have, you had an opportunity to get it right. Right. Now you did not. Now you're about to see what I'm about to bring to this other program. Mm. And you're going to regret it now you're going to feel me you know what i'm saying like now now i'm pissed off right. you know what i'm saying right. i, I yeah. tried to give you all i had I, right. I gave you all i had right and i tried to show you absolutely now man. i'm really going to show you through my kids and the way they yeah. play absolutely especially when we play because the thing is though like shouldn't it
2: i mean you know a, shine, a sign the of consistency is the key mm-hmm. you know what done. i'm saying so even if say for instance like Maybe it was a, a point where you're like, you know what? Maybe I'm not ready to come back. I just got to learn a little bit here in this area or figure out this area and everything. You still play that with the energy, still be the same. Like, yo, I really got to fuck
1: you up now. You know what I'm saying? Not, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. My mindset was, okay I, okay, I didn't get the Ipsy job, so let, let me move forward. I know I should have had the Ipsy job. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, Confidence I felt is it? like it was there. Okay. You know, now it's all about now moving forward if i play you i'm about to show i'm about to show you what you missed out on
2: okay
1: every time we play you yeah you know, now it yeah. Pers- you made yeah. it personal yeah because you know yeah. in the back of your mind you might have made a bad decision you hey, know what i'm saying and 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 i mean i mean the question is for the
2: people really like is he wrong about that or anything because obviously not is he wrong about that no i mean
3: you know that's that's human nature Um, you know, know, we're, we're apex predators, you know, coaches, you know, (laughs) you're a different dude, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you have to take the good, the bad, the ugly, Mm -hmm. um, and you have to try to spin all that in a positive format and, uh, you know, and, and be able to lead and, and teach and guide young men, uh, as I talked about prior, you know, uh, adversity and things that don't go well for you. Um, so, you know, if you ever put in a situation and, uh, things don't go well for you and you have an opportunity um, to, to, to put your finger in their face, uh, you meet that opponent, uh, meet them as an opponent, you know, you definitely, you know, are geared to win. you geared to, to make sure that you're going to be successful and that they know that, you know, decisions that they made, you know, they were choices, but those were the wrong choices. And um, that will never leave. I mean, it's, it's no different than players that, you know, don't get re-signed with the mm-hmm. team and they get traded and, yeah, you know, yeah. you, you look at all the former Lions. You know, those, a lot of those good players went on to other teams, and you know, won some games and won some championships. And every time I see Cliff Avril, I'm like, what a unbelievable. You know, he yeah. leaves the Lions to go to Seattle and
1: you know, the and to the Super race. Bowl. And so,
3: um, you know, it's it's you know, you, know, you take it personal. Um, and, and and there's no doubt as a coach, you know, definitely have been through that process at a couple of high schools. Um, you know, most recently, you know, one here in Ann Arbor and, and didn't didn't feel that uh i I got the opportunity to finish and uh when you don't feel like you have the opportunity to finish you know something that you started and and then something that you got that was in shambles. i mean it's not like you know i got handed a bell bill you know or or any situation like that you know this is kind of like what coach hatch and i mentioned earlier about ipsy you know in 2013 we knew what was there i had that jv team i knew there were some studs. They were going mm-hmm. to be solid mm-hmm. football players, and and that the chemistry that was there, uh, they were only going to get better. And so, um, and and two different situations, right? You know, and then not being able to finish in both situations. Um, so there's always going to be uh, a chip on your shoulder.
2: So just say, for instance, like you know, do you feel like the situations that's like that? Do you think it affect like former players have children as well? So say, for instance, like yo my coach was this, and he was there, and then you'd be like, oh, man, like, he ain't there. And then once you understand the game and the politician and everything about it, and then, like, that former player also have kids, but you want them to go where they, you know what I'm saying, where you right. was at, stumping right. ground and everything. Yeah, so absolutely. how is it cause – you want, because really, you know, with your players and everything, you only got them a certain amount of time. So really, how can you really, like – Fit I'm, I'm
0: I just mean. saying, I'm
2: just saying, I mean, cause we all coach. I mean, well, you can, you can jump in, you know what so, I'm saying? But I'm just saying like, you only got them for like two, three
1: hours. So like, that's a tight block. So when it, when it came down to mining, I'm sure you can attest to it. It wasn't about when we moved to Pioneer, mm-hmm. it was about still proving that point. Right. Like, I don't like none of these schools. I wasn't so big on Pioneer, no, it was about our success. Right. You know what I'm saying, like, I'm proving the point to Ipsy every time we play You gonna know who, you know, I don't care if you know who the defensive coordinator is, but you gonna know who his son is when he's playing, right? Mm-hmm.
3: right? Right, right, absolutely, coach. And, you know, it was the same for me, you know, um, we we were building something there and our kids coming through the junior Brave program, um, having the opportunity to play at Shaffer Field and uh, grow up there as youth, um, that could have been something really, really special because all those kids were, were geared on playing together in uh, 2013 to 2016. Then all those kids went to Lincoln, Pioneer, Huron. You know, I look at the success that Kamars had, you know, Cam and his brother, you know, the Thompson boys, and mm-hmm. uh and broderick you know and they're always supposed to play together you know and charles and trey you know and we were just scattered all over the place and um and one of the things that that i hated was i had to play kamar yeah <laughs> boy <it> was wrecking <laughs> you know? yeah so yeah. It, it wasn't you know and, and it was bittersweet every time you know and i'll never forget um one year here we had to go over and play lincoln and um, Actually, was a couple times. So I'm talking about both situations. I'm talking about the Lincoln situation first, you know, because I, you know, the quarterback, you know, Cam, look, Cam Thompson was my guy, and um,
1: so he couldn't play quarterback.
3: Oh, you know, I was getting all that. You know, Cam can't do this, Cam can't do that. You know, and uh, you know, I, I was geared, you know, to let that young man know that he was going to be great at that position, and uh, he bought in. His family bought in. You know, and we had a few struggles, you know, at the junior brave level, but you know, there's a bigger the next stage, right? Coming to the next stage, so we we go there, and he's a sophomore quarterback, you know, and he's starting. And um, you know, Cam me and his brother, you know, when I walked out there with the our team, and um, they immediately, you know, they, they start yelling, you know, they start coach, coach, and they looked over at, right. at Westfall. Westfall right. said, you know, go ahead, you know, Westfall knew I coached them, and so they ran over, you know, and. um him some love and uh, they gave me some love and then uh Cam, i'll never forget it said, coach i'm playing tonight for you I'm playing tonight for you, mm. you know, so so as a coach you know that stuff means something and so um and that's what we coach anyway, that's you, what we you coach. sure tonight i know right i'm sitting here saying like why you choose tonight right but i, don't I, night. But, but I understood the dynamic yep. you know yeah. I, I knew the platform right he had an opportunity not only prove to his teammates but also show coach i can do this right because i I was the one driving him and telling him as a young guy you're going to be great one day and and so he'll never forget that and so the kid he hurt his ankle early in the first quarter and so he goes out and it looked ugly it looked real bad and uh and he didn't want no help he was pushing the trainers away and i'm leaning over at the dc you know who happens to be my, our buddy, Coach Matt Swain? You know, and I'm telling him, and I'm telling, uh, you know, uh, Parker, you know, this kid, he's coming back, he's coming back. And Parker like, no, he's done, Coach, he's done. Did you see him wobbling over there sideline? I said, listen, man, that kid has the heart of a lion. Mm. He has brave blood in him.
1: I'm telling yeah. you right
3: now, he's gonna find a way to get back on the field. Cam got that ankle taped, and he came out, and he annihilated us. <laughs> Ran for about a buck fifteen, threw for another, and it just had a phenomenal game. And uh, and so you know, as a coach, looking back on that, and then even just enjoying that moment, you know, it, you're proud, right? Yourself, right. And you're, you're right. happy for the kid. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, it's our relationships that you that you establish, you know, as a coach, they they go long be beyond football. And so um, you Absolutely. know, if, if you don't you don't have that, you know, in you as a coach to understand that that's the long term is bigger than the short term um and so i understand your question when you talk about you know former kids you know that play you know and then coaches are all spread out you know and they want to see different things you know us going to huron you know you know we you know josh jackson was there right and so i looked at that situation and i'm like okay you know broderick plays quarterback you know josh you know brock can learn from josh and that'll be a good good thing for him plus you know, we felt that, you know, we want to do the best best thing for our kid education wise. And so uh, there's a lot of things that played into it. And then and then the frustration, like, you know, I'm not good enough to to be a coach here. Well, my son's not good enough to play here. And so, um, so, Mm. so, so we, Mm. we, you know, we, we winded up going to Huron and, you know, he did some great things, you know, we didn't have the, the winning success, but, you know, you can't go through
0: Right, you know, right, six, right. seven,
3: eight, nine coaches in you know three, four yeah, years. Yeah, that's know. that's a big deal. Um, it's definitely you know, a big deal. That's a major deal. Uh, it's a big deal. It's a revolving door, you know. So, but yeah, great question though.
1: My thing was when it came down to moving Kamara somewhere else. So what, like, we put it out there what we wanted. Even yeah. the community, like,
0: right.
1: you know, y'all combining school districts. We need to do this. Okay, now my son not gonna be y'all uh, lab rat either. Right. You know what I'm saying? I right. done seen what y'all did with the middle school. Yeah. And I seen what I could have did or what another coach And you a coach in a and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say another yeah. coach, but Coach Smith could have did or yeah. Coach yeah. Ganley could have did. We, we had a plan in place. Absolutely.
0: And, and y'all, y'all went opposite of that.
1: Yeah. And y'all went opposite of that for what reason? Mm. Yeah. Y'all didn't know. So right. you want to put, keep putting my son in a situation right. where, where – Y'all don't know because if y'all don't know, I don't know, and now we don't know.
3: And it didn't matter to us, it it didn't matter, you know. We talked about it, we knew who was applying, we knew all that, and it just didn't matter. It was like, okay, you get the coach, you, know, you get head head coach, you know, right. you
0: know. We didn't look at
3: that, you know, and we still feel the same way, you know. Mm-hmm. And and so, you know, um, had the opportunity, us, you know, oh, maybe a third time I probably applied, but you know, had the <laughs> opportunity to present itself <laughs> just this past fall, you know, and I felt the same way that you know. Uh, whether Hatch got it or I got it, it didn't matter. You know, I was going to, you know, join him. You know, we we had um, uh, we we have we, we think alike, and uh, we have the same philosophy. And you know, and uh, he's a beast. You know, yeah. he pushes the kids, and they buy in to you know what he does. And I was able to watch Coach Hatch grow as a, as as a young coach. A you young know, coach, at that, those years at Ipsy, you know, he, he got plugged a long in. time ago. Absolutely. You know, he plugged in right at, on, the, on the varsity level, you know. Right. And, uh, you know, I'm the old guy. You know, I'm down there on JV, you know. And hey. uh, there was never any animosity, you know. I want to get that out there, too. Mm-hmm. I never – you know, it was never a big thing for me, you know, the many years I spent at Ipsy to be at the JV levels. Because what I knew, I knew that my job was to get those players – ready to play varsity football, yeah, okay? Man, so, and so, I think a
1: lot of coaches lose. Lose, lose that, lose sight of that. Because I think the second-best hire, if you're a head coach, second-best hire got to be your JV coach, mm-hmm. then an offensive line coach. Because if your JV coach not on the same level as you are, are thinking, oh man you're in trouble. Because oh, that's man. your future. You can have the best team ever your first year as a head coach. But then what's coming behind? It?
3: Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. JV coaches down there calling their own plays, yep. you know, changing stuff Cardinal. around, you know. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, what is Cardinal? Cardinal.
2: Like, Coach, I talk so, to you. Like, so, you know. so, so, another question is, I should say, I mean, just being a coach at the stature where you guys is at and everything, um, you know, when you sit there and it's like, it's obviously you know the history and stuff. So, you know, let's just take Ipsy, for example. You know what I'm saying? The feeder program is obviously the Junior Braves. but sometimes like certain programs should just be put i'm not showing no dirt and nothing like that but like it could be put in the wrong hands and you see it now do you sit there and you step down from your stature where you at to develop and rebuild that feeder program or do you just stay where you at? like well you know what my qualifications here this is where i'm at fuck it it is what it is or you know what i'm saying so because it's all because it's all built into the community too right so so what are you talking about like so, for instance, like uh, that's just you know, so you you work at let's just say, for instance, you know, you at Pioneer, you know, Roger, I was, I was you, at Ipsy last year. I, I
3: know exactly what
2: you're talking about. Say, coach. for instance, I mean, you, was Pioneer, you. you was at Pioneer. got you. He was at here. Form a cool. and just and just <laughs> and, and just sit there and be like, you know, Junior Brazos, you know, it's just in the wrong hands, you know, and just be like, you know, the way that it was ran correctly, where you don't have kids, because like that's the feeder program supposed to feed straight into the high school, but it's to the point where the statistics and everything, where they're more branching off towards, yeah. they, they like Golden State. They want to go where the team is winning. Yeah.
1: So I, I would say this. I would say the Junior the junior Braves, my opinion, when it came down to, you know, was there a feeder program from Ipsy? Yes. But when it came down to parents making the decision, they made the decision based on the best interest of their kids. And, uh, real quick. I don't think a lot of times if she put kids in the right situation to say academically to say, well, I need my kid to go here. My, you know what I'm saying? I honestly believe parents made the best decision based on their kids, not on. Yeah, what is it in the base decisions? Because based off academics, I think they're based on academics.
2: So if I sit there and I take my child to Celine for base best academic wise, yep. and then you had that whole outburst and everything, was it in the
1: kids entrance for academics or did well, i just mess up my child's livelihood well yeah, i mean so long as how your kid adjust i mean we talked about earlier about how Kamara's face a lot of racial problems at pioneer right so that yeah so do you that was not in my
2: game plan, my do, game plan. Do, you, do, do you pull your child or do you let them go through it you gotta go through it smith no you gotta go through it man i mean it's
3: you can't hard. high school hop huh? i oh. mean <laughs>
2: Nick Saban said you know,
3: it best. I mean, Nick Saban, he, don't want he, you. <laughs> he killed you. He don't want you. I mean, it, it sends a strong message. Um, you know, and, and I, I think that, you know, loyalty goes a long way. Yep. Um, you're teaching the kids, you know, something, you know, not only accountability, you know, loyalty, um, but just discipline and, and adversity. You know, there's something so many. Later on Oh, in life. my God, yep. man. There's just so many different things, you know, like, you know my son you know is, is playing D3 football he's having a time of his life right now you know and 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 it doesn't matter you know that, that's what's important If this kid is out here you know he's playing you know he's built new relationships with his with his teammates and his coaches you know and they love him um and, and they treat him with respect you know and how just, he's just having a great time and so as a parent you got to look at like you know ultimately you're trying to, to put your kid in the best situation for them you yeah, know man. whatever they want to do you know because you can't live vicariously for your kids. you gotta right. allow your kid to to live his life and you make a commitment to walk into one high school and all oh, you go oh and nine oh we're out of here we're transferring yeah. you know what are you what are you telling your kid you know there's a lot of reasons why teams going on. and not you know what if i, if I had all the talent you know, like a Belleville team, it went 0-9. Yeah, you can point every finger at the yep. coach and the coaching staff. But when you don't have that and you're trying to build and try to establish, you know, because I'm going to tell you, you know, Corey Parker at at, at, uh, 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 at River Rouge, you know, he went through the 0-9s, mm-hmm. you know. He went through the 0-9s, mm-hmm. right? But they stayed fast. They stayed fast with that coach, and he was able to pull the program together and then ultimately – they got on the winning track, and he has a state title, right? He's playing for one tomorrow. And I la- mean, la- last yeah. last I checked, yeah, he, has, he has a trophy and, in the case. That's cool. And 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 that's you know, cool. rules one head coach in the last
2: what ten years. I mean, that's that's cool. You have, but, but I'm just I'm I'm just really just like just talking about as far as your kid waking up, going into this school where, if for instance, like I said, the quarterback was one of the ones on Snapchat, trending topic, this, this, and that. Nigga this, nigga that, and everything. You know, I mean, rather they got the trophy or not, this is your child going through this. Yeah, but I, I so wish... So do you,
1: do you pull them, or do you do you, do you keep it pushing, or I, what? I wish as a parent that I could pinpoint every hardship my kid have. Right. That'll make my life so much easier. Right. But this was pretty flamboyant. Yeah, yeah. But it's all about how, number one... I say, if I'm a parent, I only really understand football. I know what's going on. How is the man and his that leadership role as a football coaches adjusting to his life, or what's going on with the race? Yeah, and stuff, well, right? right.
3: The dynamics that's going on within the school, you because know, they, they have to be in touch. I'm gonna ask
1: the questions. Like, okay, this happened, coach. What are y'all doing moving forward? And that answer gonna dictate my next. Move, next. move, right?
3: Yeah. Well said, coach. Um, because listen. You're gonna have um, race is is never going anywhere. We we can talk about race, you know, for the next twenty years, um, and and still not complete the topic. Okay, right. it's it's going to always be a part of society, and no matter what level uh, of of college or or pro or, or high school, it's everywhere. And so, you know, my boys, you know, my youngest, you know, he hasn't experienced it to a point where it slapped him in the face yet. You know he you know he, we have conversations all the time and i tell him that you know just keep just keep living something you know and I, I thankful i think i'm thankful that you have you know caucasian friends in your life because i did mm-hmm. you know as i went to high school you know ray labinski was one of my it was my dog man he we still talk on facebook and every now and then but you know he was we did some inspiring things as, as young men right and we mm-hmm. still we reflect back on some of those things he went on to be, you know, a great artist. You know, we used to draw together. We did a comic book together. Fourth grade, we won. We came in second place, you know, at this mm-hmm. art contest. And I was so disappointed by not coming in first. You know, it was mm-hmm. all the work, and I felt that our comic book that we did, we created a comic book. Mm-hmm. We put all the captions and everything. We laid this thing out. Um, our own characters. You know, no tracing. You know, mm-hmm. characters. We built this thing from the ground up. And so, you know, that was a a, a, a white friend. You know, and so. Um, I think it's, it's, you have to raise your kids to understand two things, you know, um, hate is taught. Okay. Um, and so, and love comes natural. Um So if you, if you have love in you, in your heart, you know, it's going, you are naturally understand culture, you know, change. Uh, but if people are building hatred within your framework, within your platform of as, as a parent child, um, then what are you going to become? you're going to you're going to look at races you know like okay you know i don't like black people or i don't like white people you know because that's what's being told to me mm-hmm. um but i don't think you make the decisions to just say because a, a issue occurred you know i, I pulled a plug i think that you you have to know what you get yourself into going into it now that may be may not be the case you know if we talked mm-hmm. about pioneer i would never Thought that that Camaras would have experienced some of the things that he's experienced at Pioneer, mm-hmm. um, because Walter, who's you know same age, you know, didn't experience the same things at Huron, right. you know. But I look at Huron like you know there was a melting pot there, right? You know, it's 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 Asian, it's black, it's white, you know. Uh, and so there's a and the same at Pioneer, but again we talked about dynamics and, and demographics, and they're different mm-hmm. everywhere, and so. Ultimately, you want to just prepare your kids to understand that anything is possible. And for us as African-Americans, race is a strong possibility it's going to come to fruition within your within your life, within your experiences, whether it's work, school, uh, socially, something is going to occur where your skin tone uh, is going to dictate what someone says or reacts or not react, uh, you know, in your favor. So shout yeah. out to MLK yeah.
1: oh, they love <laughs> So <laughs> I guess my thing was, you know, like, I I think I prepared Kamara's for white racism. I think you, I think he was ready for that because I dealt with white white racism. Okay. I think what Kamara struggled at, you can tell me if I'm wrong or not, was the black racism. Oh boy, within mm. your own, know, thing you own, well. the, thing you own. The, the 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 like y'all call them graham crackers, graham crackers. <laughs> so that, that, a new that thing. Was I never a, heard of the graham crackers. Oh man, they crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah crazy. Bitch yeah, yeah, yeah. Mitchell always that, that, That's, that's, that's man. good he, though. He's new but priest. it's but it's what it's what they brought to the table that be like. I have no outlet. Right. You got all these black people of power who right. I'm supposed to look up to, like my parents, and they fell in me. Why right. they felt like, okay, right. now I got to look into why they're right. not doing what they're supposed right. to do. Well, now they just trying to fit in. Yeah, right. right. they trying to fit in with their school life yep. and their home life, because yeah. we talked about earlier, right? Right. right. You and the... You and the uh, Which, obviously, it, it, it also trickled down to the players, too. Yes, it do. Because if you're trying to fit in, like like Kamara said earlier, his he felt like the administration of Pioneer was trying to fit into the school life and Arbor life at home life mm-hmm. cuz they married to a different uh race race no doubt no doubt and when you try to do all that now you now you pulling who you really are
0: bathroom break uh. bring, it bring it to the table we just bring it to the table baby bring it, bring it to the, to the table. table we just bring it to the table baby bring it, bring it to the Bring it to the table, baby. Bring it to the table. We just bring it to the table, baby. to the table. We just bring it to the table, baby. to the table. We just bring it to the table, baby. hey just bring it to the table, baby.